WRPGBot.News. I'm Randall James, your inarticulate author, and with me is Tyler Kamstra. Hi, everybody. And Random Pal. Howdy. And tonight we have a special guest with us. We have David Shulman, co-founder of Describe. Hi, pleasure to be here. Awesome. Great to have you. Yeah, so let's let's get into it. Let's talk about Describe. Let's. David, do you want to give us a quick overview of the basics? What does Describe do for people? Happy to. Describe is a vast library of short, evocative descriptions that can be used by DMs and even players to help bring their world and characters to life. So in the tabletop gaming world, these descriptions are often called box text or flavor text, and they're found in adventure books. They typically describe places and settings such as a lively tavern or dragon's lair, but may describe other things like uh, monsters and magic items. And unlike background information, box text is meant to be read aloud. It often helps quickly and efficiently set the stage for the improvisation and role play that follows, which is really like the heart of role playing and what makes it so fun. What makes Describe unique is that we publish generic box text. And by generic, I don't mean boring. I mean, the descriptions are written from the ground up so that they can be dropped into any fantasy campaign. There are no recurring characters or story arcs, just amazing, succinct, and inspiring vignettes to create the theater of the mind experience for everyone at the table. Another thing that makes Describe unique is the quality of the writing. Four of our writers are formerly from Wizards of the Coast, the publishers of Dungeons & Dragons. All of our writers are exceptional. I think that box text is the closest thing to poetry in this space, and these writers are truly poets. So that's what we do. That's sort of our our mission statement. And over the months, we have sort of expanded the number of features and the types of content, but it all starts with that box text. Yeah, that's that was one of the first things that I noticed when I first went to describe is as you start to... Uh, I'll say surf describe just to retext. You find yourself clicking and clicking and clicking and it's all high quality. Like it's hard to pick and say, this was my favorite description of a particular thing because it is so consistent. Use the word evocative. It really is evocative. One other thing that I'll say, which I thought was amazing because I was really worried conceptually at first, your search feature is fantastic. I think when we launched, which was uh, January 1st, 2021, there we, there was something like 1,200, um, and we call them scenes often instead of box text. There were 1,200 scenes. And even that was a lot, uh, but we're up to, we've now published uh, over 6,500, in which is hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of thousands of words. If it wasn't, you know, eminently searchable and like browsable and, you know, navigatable, like it wouldn't really have any utility. It wouldn't be useful. Uh, we want to, and this will sort of be uh, a forever work in progress. We want to make it so efficient and good at getting you the scene that you need that it can be used on the fly. I mean, obviously, I think a lot of DMs, they use it during prep to prep their sessions and build their worlds. You know, we keyword the heck out of all the scenes and um, every scene has tags as well, you know, so if the scene has a river as the subject or you know, mentions a river, well, there's like a little river tag that, that uh, is underneath it. The user can click on that and then see just every single scene we've ever written that has a river in it. It makes building out settings really quick and efficient. So like there's a, a farm tag. You click on that and you've got everything that players might observe on a farm and you can create that theater of the mind experience where, well, they're all on a farm and then the role play, you know, begins, the the fun begins. 
One thing I, I did just want to mention, if you are latching onto that word scenes, <clears throat> that may be uh, a little bit uh, of a, a turnoff because it's not just places. There's a lot of places, which is what box text in Adventures is typically used for. Describe what your characters experience as you walk into insert a location. One of the things that actually really drew me to this is something that we talked about a bit in the components episode. They have equally good descriptions of spells, items, monsters, various characters. There's a lot of stuff there. And and even though, yes, you know, a, a scenes is a good generic term, it's not just places. And having this sorts of things to look through as, you know, if you really want to punch up a boss battle with uh, a wizard, describe how they're casting this stuff. And this stuff is right there, ready-made for you to just drop in like that. It's really good. We really have grown a lot in a short amount of time in terms of the things that we choose to describe um, or try to describe. Dells is a good example of that. And they're tricky, right, to to create... Well, I mean, because, you know, in, in, in the real world, we don't have much of a frame of reference, <laughs> like with magic. Um, so it can be difficult to find the words to to bring a spell to life. There's uh, one of my favorite uh, scenes. Maybe you'll help us come up with a better ner- uh, name for them, Rana. <laughs> but one, one of my favorites is a description of um, the spell Bless being cast, which I'll, I'll read if you don't mind. Please. You flick holy water from your fingers and it scatters into sparkling light that drifts against the wind toward those you protect. The blessing you grant settles about their shoulders like golden cloaks before vanishing. That's so cool. Like I, I could that. never come up with that, you know, yeah. And yeah. especially on the fly. And another example of content that we didn't, we hadn't really conceived of when we started, but we, we have a lot of now are scenes that are written first and foremost for players. So rather than being written in the second or third person, they're written in the first person. You know, I do this, I do that. And and that includes, you know, casting spells and combat and maybe like mending equipment, um, all sorts of things. Oh, and dialogue too. Uh, so we have all these um, amazing snippets of dialogue and like quips and like insults and, you know, rallying the troops type stuff. And it's wonderful. I hadn't found, is there an insults tag? Cause that, that would be amazing. Yeah, there's a hundred percent an insults <laughs> oh, tag. Perfect. Okay. I'm sorry. It sounds like you've just described a list of things that I need to use while casting vicious mockery. Exactly. <laughs> yes. It's perfect. So many people go online saying, what am I going to say when I use the spell? I'm going to run out of ideas. I said that to the last bad guy. I need another. Yeah. <laughs> well, problem solved. Amazing. David, let's say I'm a DM and I'm preparing for a game. Maybe I'm running homebrew. Maybe I'm running something published. uh, And I'm preparing for a session. How am I going to bring Describe into my game session? Even if you aren't a subscriber, I should mention that that's the business model, right? Because, you know, it's not like we're publishing one book uh, every six months or something like that. We're constantly sort of throwing fuel into this fire. The writers are working all the time, and we're publishing about 400 new scenes every month on average. And um, because we want this library to be vast and deep, and by vast, I mean like every subject you can think of, when you run a search for that, you get a result. And by deep, I mean you're not just getting a single description of a river, 
but maybe like 10 or 15 or 20, you know, a wide, lazy river, like a narrow river with rapids, you know, all, all the different rivers of, under the rainbow. Even for non-subscribers, there are over 500 scenes that are totally for free. They'll always be for free. So anyone can go and start checking out the writing and finding scenes that they can use um, in their sessions. But whether you're a subscriber or you're not, you can go to the front page and it's describe.com. So D-S-C-R-Y-B.com. There's a search bar there and away you go. Um, you can type in the, the setting or the place that you know your players or you anticipate your players are going to, going to encounter maybe the monster you think that they're going to encounter. Um, so like I'm going to type in goblin and, you know, I've got a large goblin camp. So that's a place. Um, I've got a hobgoblin war camp, another place, but I've also got a goblin with a short sword and a fast goblin with a cloak and another goblin and a goblin patrol in the forest. So you start by thinking, what do I think my players might encounter or what do I want them to encounter? And you start running uh, searches, one or two words, and um, there's a high probability you'll get a result. Another great feature that we've introduced, um, and a lot of the like our best ideas, and they're not our ideas, they come from the community. So we have a super active Discord community and people, people write to me and stuff. And we have a feature called Scene Request. So let's say you um, had a really strange setting in mind and we haven't covered it yet. You can sort of lay, like describe it for us, not as our writers will eventually describe it, but just a couple bullet points. Like here's this wacky place I have in mind. It's kind of like the North Pole, but there's palm trees. Like, I don't know. Our writers will take that and punch it up and the editors will polish it and we'll publish it eventually. And that's a feature that is available to subscribers. So you um, can create like a, uh, if you're prep prepping for your session, you could create a list um, of, of sessions and we make it easy to create like a custom list and you could throw it into your, your notes or leave it up on the Describe uh, collections page and, and start running your session. Yeah, see, I think that's an amazing feature, like being able to, you know, I, I need help bringing this world together and I feel like I have most of it, but I know there are people better equipped to write a better description of what I can to ultimately deliver the vision that I had to my players. And so the idea that describes there to help, that's really exciting to me. Yeah, I think it's it's just important. Um, like what Describe doesn't do is just as important as what it does do. We want to be a support and we want to help DMs bring their their world to life. We want to do some of the heavy lifting for them so that they're free to do the executive level decisions about, you know, what's going to happen in this campaign? What's the villain going to do next? And how are they going to, you know, get from A to B? And, and, and those high level decisions, like that takes a lot of work and prep on its own. A lot of DMs, like they don't have six hours to prep for the session. It can take 10, 15, 20 minutes to write a, even two or three sentences if they're really evocative of like a rowdy tavern. We can, do that. We can offer that for you so that you can take that same 10 or 15 minutes and use it elsewhere in your prep. If I'm an aspiring writer, I want to publish something for DMs Guild or I'm working on a book or something, could I come to Describe and use your pre-written scenes in a published work? Yes, um, you can. And we discussed this in our fact. And, you know, all we ask is that you shoot, shoot me an email, explain what you have in mind. 
in like 99% of cases, we say yes. We don't ask for anything other than attribution. We consider it to be one of the one of the benefits of being a subscriber. I guess one way to phrase it is like it's obviously, you know, all the content's there for personal use. And in most cases, it's there for some commercial use as well. That's really cool. That's fantastic. As we have been running this RPG bot that one shot, we have these characters that we have been basing them on. And it seems like there is something that you are starting out with described that we've gotten to take advantage of. So can you describe that a bit? Heck yeah. So I talked about scene request. We have a similar feature called character request. You know, we ask the user for, and and this is available to like the hero uh, subscribers. We ask them for their characters, uh, you know, the build and maybe their their hair color and their class and like all their background, all that good stuff. And they fill it out, this sort of biographical information. It goes to the writers and they turn into box text, like a really like pithy, you know, awesome, evocative description of your character, which you can employ or maybe you give it to your DM and they can use maybe when the parties first introduced the character or what have you. We have been working really hard on adding another layer to that. It's going to be live very soon. I don't have a date yet, but like soon. And it is character illustrations. So we're working with three phenomenally talented um, illustrators. Tyler and Random, you've you've seen their work. We have. It's fantastic. Just the best. Yeah. So what we do is we take that same sort of biographical information that goes to the writers. We also give it to these professional illustrators, and they turn your uh, well, they illustrate your character. We're offering it at sort of different price points because illustration, like really good illustration, it's expensive. But by working with these same illustrators and by offering sort of different price points, you know black and white bust or color full body or background, no background, all that, we can offer exceptional value for like a really premium illustration. Not only do you get the illustration, but we'll publish that character illustration alongside the, the box text of your character there. You know, your character basically enters the, the multiverse and can appear in other, can be used by other players, you know, in other campaigns. And, and you can share that link with your, your friends. Yeah, I, I want to rave a little bit. So I was blown away when I saw the character art. The very first thing that caught my eye, so I was looking at Emiable Jack, uh, and it's cool. Like he's, you know, he's brooding and he's sitting on this rock and he's got his, his loot in his lap, like having a good time. And then all of a sudden it struck me and I finally noticed the charm that Jack wears around his neck is hanging suspended in front of his shirt. So it's like clear to see. And it even has like it, it to me, it looked like it had a little bit of some kind of symbol on it, uh, which if you've listened to the one shots we've talked about, yeah, he does have this charm and it has the symbol on it and it's how he knew his name was Jack. And so the fact that like that little detail was captured so beautifully without hitting you in the face, but it absolutely would jump out at you if you knew. If you didn't know anything about the charm, it still just looked like a wonderful drawing. Like the background is amazing. The detail is amazing. Yeah, I was I was very impressed with what your artists have done. Yeah, I, I'm just so excited to see, you know, all of their great work proliferate across the, uh, you know, the website and for, for other people to to be able to see it and, and use it. And uh, it's going to really help bring Described further to life, I think. I'm excited to share these with people. We'll have links to our character descriptions and possibly to the art in the show notes that people can look at these. They're 
absolutely gorgeous. David also was kind enough to give us art for Georg, my my Dragonborn fighter. And I've always wondered, what does a Dragonborn look like in full plate? Now I know. Because we've got, like, the long, like, noodly dragon neck. Like, how do you armor that? It makes sense. You look at him like, oh, well, obviously that's how a Dragonborn would wear armor. Yeah. It makes so much sense now. I, I absolutely loved how that one turned out. It was, <laughs> it's, it's terrific. It's so good. Yeah. We have other projects we're working on this year, really big ones, and I can't talk about them. Maybe oh. I'll return, you know, some t- someday in the future, but... And I don't want to hype too much. <laughs> They're amazing. Uh, I can't wait to to release them. Describe is not lacking in ambition. I'll, I'll just say that. I've been impressed with everything that we've seen so far. So impressed, in fact, that I took a few descriptions from Describe, and I uh, I created a little game. Do you want to play? Sure. All right. Here's what we're going to do. So, sorry, Tyler. Sorry, sorry Random. This is mainly <laughs> going to be for David. Okay. I I have taken three topics and I pulled a scene from describe and I pulled a scene from another source. And I want to see if you could tell me what the describe scene is versus the scene from the other source. Ready? I'm ready. Okay. It was not called the old forest without reason for it was indeed ancient, a survivor of vast forgotten woods and in it there lived yet aging no quicker than the hills, the fathers of the fathers of trees Remembering times when they were lords. All right, so that's first forest, second forest. The forest fans out, and up behind the shrine, hemmed in by a dirt road on either side, it almost seems like the shrine rose up to protect the forest, forcing the road to split. You shake off this silly notion. The road leading up to the fort continues along one edge of the forest, nearly as straight as an arrow. Still, there seems to be something unusual about the shadowed space beyond the bushes that crowd the forest's fringe. I like them both, but I think it's the, the second that is a described scene. Nailed it. All right. So this is Shrine Forest. And in the show notes, we'll have a link to describe. We'll also have a link to Shrine Forest. So if you liked it, go find it. You can read it. Maybe surf around from there. The first one, uh, it's actually from Fellowship of the Ring. Oh, that's why I liked it. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, I think that really does a great job of describing those two things seem very in Great. place next to each other. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, and one of them's Tolkien. So. And yeah. one of them's Tolkien. Yes. Now, here's the deal. The next two are not Tolkien. I wrote, <laughs> I wrote the next two. <laughs> and this is really what I wanted to emphasize as we did this together. Okay. The next scene, we're going to describe a swamp. There's a fog. You look around. You realize you're on a cot. But the cot is strange because the construction of it, there's... Pegs, hammered into the bog that you're sitting on top of. You realize you're in a swamp, I suppose. As you put your feet out, you sink three or four inches into the muck. Okay. Definitely (laughs) a swamp. (laughs) (laughs) That's a kind thing to say. (laughs) Let's see if I can get it out. Okay, number two. Little grows in this forsaken swamp. A few shriveled shrubs wind their way out of the mud, while skeletal trees line the perilous paths. But here stands a mighty ancient oak, its boughs and branches likely once shrouded in leaves. But the caustic water and stinking mud have taken their toll, and the tree now stands gaunt and decrepit, its trunk brittle. It creaks ominously in the wind, bone-white branches rattling, threatening to topple sideways into the muck and the mire to be consumed like everything else in this wretched place. I'm going to go with number two. (laughs) You nailed it. You got it right. (laughs) 
So no kidding. Uh, we, we're going to have something come out really soon. I think this, uh, this news episode will actually come out before this other thing does. I actually, as a DM, ended with that, that description of a thing. Oh, yeah? Yeah. <laughs> it was still a really good game. I bet Thanks, it was. Thanks, buddy. Yeah, no, <laughs> I feel it right here. But yeah, I sure could have used a better description of a swamp. I guess maybe that's all I'm saying. Okay, the third one. This bastion of ice-white scales effortlessly bears the burden of full plate armor, a steel shield on his arm, and a mighty warhammer on his back. A flowing cloak draped from his broad shoulders adds a stateliness to his air. He has all the trappings of a magnificent and formidable fighter, of a tour de force on the battlefield, and yet, anxiety ripples out from his pale blue eyes, befuddling his scaled brow. His toothy maw is furled into a frown, and the frill extending from the sides of his head droops, sodden with fret. He twiddles his claws the clacking sound accompanied by a nervous click of his forked tongue. I'm sorry, whoever wrote he twiddles his claws. Oh my god. Brilliant. I, I, I love that. I, I, yeah. We're still in the middle of a game show. That could have been me. I, I have been. Okay, let's see. Let's see. Let's, uh, let's try the other one. We'll see how it goes. Georg is a dragonborn. He wears plate mail and carries a warhammer on his back. Over escape. He wears a cape, too. I mean, maybe not over the cape. I don't know. He gets confused easily. (laughs) (laughs) Did you pull that out of our first one shot? Because that feels like something I said. (laughs) Oh, no, I didn't. Um, I should have. I should have gone back and seen what you actually said. (laughs) So, um, that yeah, the first one. But... (laughs) I had that's actually the first time I heard uh, the the Georg description, and I love all of my scenes, my scenes describe scenes like equally. <laughs> I was gonna say I, like I'm thinking of them like my children, right? Um, I'm you know I love them all, but like that was fire. Like that was <laughs> yes. so good. Yes. And I'll figure out which one of the writers wrote that after, and uh, you know give them sort of a virtual pat on the back. But that was <laughs> awesome. Oh, that was fun. Megan Garner. Yeah, Megan. She's so, so talented. Yeah, good job, Megan. Yeah. So I'm looking at the page on Describe now, and when you look at the bottom of the cards with the scenes, there's tags at the bottom, like like David described. One of the tags is the author, so you can click on that, and you can look at all of the other scenes from that author. Like, not that, not that any of your authors are any better or worse than the others, but, like, that's pretty neat. Like, look at all this stuff that Megan has written. It just keeps going. Yeah. Oh, I want to read these now. <laughs> <laughs> I still get lost in all of the scenes. Like it, it, they're so inspiring. Uh, even though if you just were to read them, it's like a, there, there's nothing coherent. It would be like a kaleidoscopic mess. So if you're just jumping around from setting to setting, right. It's, we leave it to the DM to take them like clay and mold them into, you know, an adventure, a story, but just qualitatively they're yeah. Exceptional. Yeah, I can even imagine if you were trying to put together the story, I think just starting here and kind of surfing around and saying, okay, what are the points that I want to hit? What excites me? I feel like this text is enough to put an adventure in your mind if you're having a little bit of writer's block for part of what you're putting together. One of our users messaged me on Discord and he, what did he say? He said, he said one scene, like, you know, three sentences or something uh, resulted in like a two month you know, arc in the, in his campaign, the players were so 
entranced by what whatever they heard and like fixated on it that it, it led to all sorts of you know behavior on the part of the characters right and that's really what the it's so much of the game is about awesome I'm, I'm having some of those just just reading through various pieces included in the the free stuff there are three whole shanties in conversations <laughs> like literally they're tagged like such and such dash shanty wait so shanty like, the song or shanty the hut Yes, the shanty, the song. Like, yeah, yeah. I, I, I suppose yeah. technically you could print them and build a hut out of it if you wanted. <laughs> someone, uh, someone tweeted at us, and they're like, "Hey, describe no shanties. Like, what gives?" And I, I wrote back and I said, "Oh, okay, you just wait. <laughs> there will be shanties." Perfect. So there you have it. Your um, this very slight hack for an unofficial scene request. <laughs> Go to the producer on Twitter. I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Don't do that. You're going to get us in trouble. <laughs> <laughs> Looking at something like these shanties, why did this get written? And just, I mean, like something like that could very much turn into a whole beautiful section of fleshing out a a setting. Because for a song like that to be shared, it's going to be a big part of culture. So why? Why is this dragon important? Like realistically, if you are stuck, having something like that is gonna provide you just an, a huge wealth of oh okay well let's pick apart each of the little pieces of this to figure out how that's going to add depth because yeah I mean really I just blown away reading that like oh man there's so many things I could do with this one of the ones that that I think was inspired by something I said on Twitter the candle of diligent labors yes uh, <laughs> I remember that yeah I. Uh, I was complaining about how much time I was spending on the website after Tasha's came out. <laughs> so, so that's where that one came from. It's a magical candle that you burn from both ends. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. go check that one out. It's on the website. It's fantastic. It's there. Yeah. It is really cool. You can actually search for R- RPG bot and you will get a list of things that are there. So that's this really, really cool. Too. Yeah. Well, I mean, RPG bot has been, um, I, I've been on your website and following you like, for well before described, you know, was a, an idea, and I'm a huge fan. The fact that we can now create art that is inspired by your musings is—it's uh, like a fantasy for me, uh, come reality. Yeah. Well, thank you. And, and uh, if people haven't seen them yet, our fifth edition class handbooks, the example builds, all start with a description from Describe and a link to where you can find the scene on the website. It's been on the website for over a year. They look fantastic, and they're very descriptive, and I'm very happy every time I scroll past one of them on the site. And it was a privilege for us to write them. Thank you. Uh, Thank you. All right, well, thanks so much, David, for being with us today. My pleasure. This was um, an honor to chat with you fellas about Described. I'm so happy that people are uh, finding it and enjoying it and that this community is sort of building around role play and you know great storytelling and all those good things that bring us all so much happiness. I'm going to remind your audience, Tyler, that I think you've got a, a Describe coupon code, um, RPG bot, that they can use to save um, 10% off of a first payment. Uh, I will make sure we list that in the show notes. Awesome. Absolutely. Ah, thanks so much. All right. If you've enjoyed the show, please rate and review us on Apple Podcast and rate us on Spotify or your favorite podcast app. It's a quick, free way to support the podcast. Helps us to reach new listeners. You can find links in the show notes. David, it's been wonderful. And everybody at home, have a good one.
Kraft singles. They're not cheese. Yeah, exactly. Just like that. <laughs> <laughs> Ha, ha, ha.